0: But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theater. Will you please welcome your host, Jim Fixed It, for him to have his own interview show. It's Richard Herring! <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast, or as some of the cool kids are calling it now, Rahel Estepa. Wow, ah, how many cool kids are in tonight? It's incredible. Uh, it's, um, last week I tried out doing uh, sort of Peter Kay material. <laughs> who, who remembers that? Do you remember? It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Heckler preempted my joke... But he hasn't got a microphone. No one knows that he did that at home. So, um, <laughs> uh, been, so I'll go through the news. There's some been good good news this week. Oh, terrible and fucking news! And it? it's very hard to do comedy about uh, the news. Uh, the Conservatives uh, doing their party conference, but they're not going to allow the mansion tax. Which uh, you know I can understand because uh, you know. They all live in mansions. Uh, they gave a good reason, though, for not having the mansion tax, which was that they were worried about the old ladies who've been living in a house for a long time that suddenly become worth a million pounds. So it's it's good that they're caring. That's what that's why they're not bringing it in. Um, they could, they are in charge of the government. They could just have a thing where they don't they don't have to pay it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that's the reason they don't want to. And uh, there's been a diff- you see the Rothko painting has been defaced uh, by. A man uh, wrote his name in the corner. It's no Monkey Jesus, is it? That's the thing that's... If you're... There, it's been set, and the bar has been set with Monkey Jesus. Just writing your name in the corner. That can come off as well. They can get rid of that. The thing with the Monkey Jesus, there's no way of getting... That was done in such a way. There's no way of getting back to the original. Um, but it's quite a good, I thought quite a good publicity thing. Because you know if you do that, you're getting the in the papers, if you just draw on another drawing that someone else has done. I'm not very good at art, so that's kind of quite a good good way of me getting in a gallery, is just to paint something I like. It would probably be a cock, I have to admit. Uh, But if anyone wants to publicise this podcast, go to a a national gallery near you. Just write RLS TV on any of the... Don't do that, please don't do that. Uh, I'll get into such trouble. Um, And uh, the main news, of course, uh, Jimmy Savile... The thing about Jimmy Savile, right, the, uh, the all the rumour, everyone's saying, oh, well, they, all, they all knew he was doing it. Every, all the, everyone, why didn't they do anything about it? But I'd never heard those rumours. I'd heard, I'd heard different rumours, I knew about Jimmy Savile, that haven't yet come out. And those are the things that people were talking about. Uh, when he died, I tweeted, uh, does someone want to check that he's actually dead? He might just have thought of a way of getting into the mortuary for the night. Uh, and... Um, Wake up in the morning oh, no, I'm fine. <laughs> um, those are the kind of what more worrying rumours. Uh, someone tweeted me at the time so how dare you? How dare you mock Jimmy Savile? <laughs> I'd be interested in for you to tweet me again, that person. Tweet me again <laughs> about that joke now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's made it difficult. I do a lot of work for charity. And it's because I care about but, oh, people... I can't talk about my charity work that I don't like to talk about in case people think I'm only doing it so that I can get away with all the crimes I've done. Um, <laughs> someone uh, someone graffitied his. It might be the same guy who did the Rothko. He might just be going around. There's a plaque to Jimmy Savile saying he's a DJ and presenter and uh, lover of children. Uh, and um, <laughs> and uh, they put kind of paedophile and rapist on there, but not, not in the same lettering. I think they should have worked harder. If they knew that he was doing it, would they? Maybe they should just not have let him present kids' shows. Don't you think that would have been the? Uh, but uh, I, uh, innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. As far as I'm concerned, ITV does not count as a court of law. Uh, but uh, look, we're going to get straight on with our with our proper show, uh, and um, got two fantastic guests for you. Uh, one of them is best known as the vicar from Mister Bean's Holiday. You may know him and the other one uh was Davy, it's gonna be Davy in Henry the Fourth part two. That's not a part in hen there's no one called Davy in Shakespeare. That's they've just tricked him to go along. Yeah you're playing Davy in Davy In Henry the Fourth part two, yes, yeah, a good part. Uh, <laughs> you will know them better Steve Pemberton and Rhys Shearsmith ladies and gentlemen here they are here they are they're coming in well no look at that disaster it's alright nothing's like come on in sit, sit where you like whichever Reese has hurt his back a bit how's your back Rhys is that chair okay for you we're getting see if it's alright he's yes, it's he's coming in his anorak I've he's done, done my back in he's hurt his back
2: I was um, in a film recently Last week, and uh, I think I've broken my bottom of my back, but I'm all right. I'm here now, aren't I?
0: It's amazing what you have to do for the directors these days to go, That's why. That's
3: why I've never been in any films. Was I'm not we- he was to- playing Wayne in Richard III Third. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that come out yet? The da- Dave, the part of Dave. That's not. On. That's not a real. It was. That's not a real character. <laughs> do you know? Because I expect you. I expect that you two get a lot of uh, people shouting your catchphrases at you in the street. So after you've done that, I've a lot of people been shouting, there's a dish of leather coats for you, at you. Have I they, can't you know, believe I would. Have, you they, have um, they been shouting that you? That's one
2: of your lines, isn't it? It was, the only line. Was it?
0: know yeah, you had seven or eight, no worse than they are backbiter, sir, for they have marvellous foul linen. That was cut. Was it? <laughs> they can't they cut out of Shakespeare. Well. You can't, you have to, otherwise we would watch it. I beseech you, sir... <laughs> this is my favorite this is what if you see him in the street kids shout he loves it when you shout this at him in the streets I beseech you sir to countenance William Vowser of against Clement Perks over the hill over the hill yeah <laughs> I did say that one
1: yeah. shout that at that. him
0: he loves it uh, and, <laughs> and
3: how was is Mr. Bean's holiday for you for you how did that was that it was great fun. I didn't get to go on the holiday, though. Oh, I was, no. I was in, uh, in rainy London. No, it was directed by Steve Benderlack. Oh, was it? Who, uh, who uh, we both know and worked with. Yes. And uh, he directed The League of Gentlemen and very kindly uh, asked me to uh, to go and, and do a, a small part in this film. But it was the only thing I've ever worked on where I had my own trailer. Wow. Like, you know, you could walk to one end and there's a bed, <laughs> walk to the other end and there's a fridge. Full proper Winnebago trailer. Nice. And... You didn't tell me about that. Did, yeah. did Davy get a Winnebago there? That...
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Little caravan at the back. I was. Safe. Uh, I didn't have anything. I was stood in the street. He's <laughs> 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 got a few looks.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. It, it was. Uh... Why are you asking me about Davy? Because I like to find the most obscure. What? because everyone else would ask you boring questions about Papa Lazarus yeah, and stuff no. and you don't want to I talk know. about that no. no one wants to hear about that right do they <laughs> yeah. so uh, they, no, <laughs> no one does people, no one does they're all interested they're all going to be going out and getting <laughs> is, it, is it in the is it in that because I've just ordered DVD. the set it's on, DVD. on Love what? What? I'm, I'm looking to look out for it what I mean, the hollow crown that, is the, like the, three, yeah, the hollow crown I've yes, just ordered the... it on Love Film I'm only in one I'm, I can't wait when you're <laughs> on I'm going to nudge my wife go, I know him in real life yeah <laughs> You'd actually be a good Falstaff, I think, Richard. <laughs> um, i never get asked to do anything. I could do Toby Belch in uh, 12 like I like that. You could. Um, I you know, like a bit of Shakespeare. No one asked me to do acting I felt like I had
2: to say yes, because it was Richard Eyre who directed the musical I just did, was directing it. He said, oh, I've got a part for you. I thought, oh,
0: God, brilliant. I'm
2: going to be in the Shakespeare. Yes, it's the Davy. And I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <for> fuck's sake. <laughs> I'd just been the lead in this musical that would be like a proper part. Yes, it was one, but I've, you know it was an honour to do it, and I'm very yeah. proud to be part of it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot of people talk about it and, re- and Davey, remember it.
0: it yeah. Davy, we'll never forget Davy. Now, will we? From... <laughs> I've been given a chair on wheels today, which is kind of unusual. I might. Kind of... This gives a little bit of jeopardy to the front row. <laughs> I mean, look, I've turned a bit like Davros. I, can, I did in the pre in the pre warm up. I did talk about it being like Jimmy Savile's chair. do it? Uh, <laughs> yes, Jim will fix it. You could get things out. A get a little things out of my yeah, pocket. Yeah. Did you ever write to Jim will fix it? I did. I don't know if I did. You know, I once wrote to Terry Wogan. This is hilarious. When I was 18 and I was unemployed and my year off uh, before going to Oxford University. I wrote and it's very hard to get work in the country now. Why don't I come on the Terry Wogan show as like, a, as like a, a correspondent who will talk about trying to get work? Because that's what people would really want to see when an 18-year-old Oxford undergraduate who just can't get a summer job complaining about... They never replied. Terry Wogan never replied. Never replied. Never replied. Never replied. I'm not saying he touches kids. <laughs> There's a conspiracy of science. They're all involved. Anyone who works at the BBC... I don't work at the BBC, that's why. I went in and they said, well, are you prepared to touch kids? And I said, I would never do that. <laughs> and they said, well, you can't, you can't have a job here. <laughs> it's called the PBC. <laughs> <laughs> but you've both got some work coming up at the, yeah, uh, the BBC. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we We do. <laughs> Um, because we're given two series (laughs) it's funny funny talking about those kind of rumours of of, uh, the the, the television presenters that you know we had growing up because um, Jimmy Savile like you say was almost an open secret and almost like a joke and now it's become this horrific reality hmm. but I just wonder which other of those kind of rumours is now going to come true I mean (laughs) for years I convinced um, Reese that uh, Johnny Morris and Tony Hart were a couple (laughs) Uh, it was so plausible <laughs> and I think he still half believes it I do and I also remember what I told you <laughs> what, um, I, wait I, the queen poos out of her mouth
2: No, <laughs> he did the queen mum poos out of my mouth and bites off the ends of the <laughs> and that's why her teeth are that colour that's what <laughs> you
3: told me that wasn't me it wasn't you. I've only known you since you were 18. You can't <laughs> believe that. <laughs> no, it was when we, we... There's a play by David Mamet called Oliana. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, we, we'd been to see it in the West End, and it's about this lecturer who uh, has this kind of fraught relationship with one of his students. And uh, I said, oh, do you know, they're doing a touring version of it with Paul Shane and Sue Pollard. <laughs> and... Um, And I said, I've read about it in time out. And he goes, no, I can't believe it. (laughs) Because we'd seen David Suchet do it in the West End. and um, it's fucking ridiculous. There's
0: fucking actors that could do those parts.
3: I would have paid to see that, wouldn't you?
0: (laughs) I would definitely go to see that. Are Are they still alive, both of them?
3: Yes, I've worked with Sue. Yeah. Yeah, she was in Benidorm. Of course she was. And Paul Shane, <laughs> my friend Darren, who writes Benidorm, um, sent me a photograph of Paul Shane in Alicante Airport being pushed along in one of those, <laughs> uh, you know, special passenger... It's not funny. Um, <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's a bit infirm, but he still goes yeah. over there to pushed do... Pushed along the, in what? <laughs> you know those infirm... Well, wheelchairs. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Special, but also
3: special, special passengers. Well, they have special ones at airports.
0: <laughs> I didn't know about that. That's for first class passengers. Sometimes they just push yeah. you around. Yeah, peanuts <laughs> added,
3: and then here there's cashews. Anyway, the casting is still on. It's still possible. Yeah. Uh, they are both with us. Yeah,
0: we can make that happen. That's the power of the rich. Rich will fix it for you. I will. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, Shane Richie was, was going to bring that back, wasn't he? <laughs> you yeah. think oh, Yeah, Shane Ritchie did one episode. I thought it was wrong at the time, but now. Comparatively, yeah. <laughs> actually, both of them have squeezed Colleen, Co Colleen, Colleen Nolan's breasts, haven't they? That's because there's that picture. Of, maybe that's the power of getting into Jim will fix it. It's in. There's that. Have you seen the Jimmy Savile? I like. He was so blatant about it. It's unbelievable that no one. Would, there's a he's film of him. Nolan's or and he's got. He's up on a balcony with Colleen, who was 15, and he's cuddling her and just basically squeezing her breasts, supporting but, her Yeah, but maybe it's maybe it's the breast that is the power. Anyone who squeezed that. Can, <laughs> can then, like, like a hunchback g- A lucky hump. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't squeezed it, so I can't. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> She's like a woman now. Like, you could do now. It'd be all right. Uh, so let's... Um... <laughs> See, it's awful. Everyone they can cut it awful. out. It's awful. We can <laughs> cut it out. We're not going to, though. That's, that's <laughs> the way... So I remember, well, we, you know, we sort of... Ch- Crossed paths, I guess, in the Edinburgh Fringe to begin with. I I remember seeing the League of Gentlemen. I think the first time I saw the League of Gentlemen, in fact, was at the Canal Cafe, I think, after the Edinburgh Fringe, maybe, would that have been on before, when you used to do... It started off with you doing it in dinner jackets and Um, and sticking sellotape on your face is my main memory of that. That was your prosthetics. Yes, that was the
2: the extent of it. We just thought we'd... uh, It was just all about about being quick, and that was what we thought we would do, just kind of... um, very quickly depict a character and then the tuxedos with a ironical nod to it being kind of like Oxbridge but being actually not that being quite well dark. it
3: was just a blank canvas really that you could put the characters onto yeah um, but it's funny we're standing behind this uh, elegant front cloth here <laughs> and looking at set lists that are pinned to the wall and you kind of take them back to that kind of feverish yes. uh, time when you kind of you would rush off stage and we'd look on the list what's next and It said, local shop to get this bit of sellotape shit it's all folded in on itself <laughs> <laughs> like, you are trying to wrap a present and you need to get somewhere really quickly and it all folds in on itself so sometimes uh, the well, only one or two occasions went out as tubs and no, it was just completely normal. Didn't get a laugh. <laughs> so we owe
0: all the laughs to the tape And then you, presumably you had to go into the BBC and then did you say, I want to do a tape, and then someone said, no, you have to have this special yeah, thing I, made. Yeah, I
2: remember it being a big thing that we would leave that... I mean, there was talk. Was it even talk? Was doing it in tuxedos, filmed? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There was, but, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so it was hard to think, well, are we going to just play, uh, what, will the audience mind that it's just over and over again us playing the same three things? That was a a worry to us, but it didn't seem to, in the end, it was it was fine, because the looks were different, but it was a, a treat and quite scary to think, right, what do they finally look like if we're going to make yeah, yeah. Pauline look, and like, what's
0: she going to have, and... Well, it's hard yeah. to, to reimagine me, them backwards now to I know, you yeah. just being you guys standing in... I mean, it was that tiny little... Those, those Edinburgh shows and the... And yeah, because uh, Steve, would, as
2: Pauline on stage, was just a pair of red-rimmed glasses. I've still got them with chains on and a clipboard with Pauline written on it. And that, to me, is kind of still Pauline with your hair but, and just the glasses. But then suddenly it was this full-on drag yeah. character it was like oh my god this is, this is now Pauline weird
3: to, we had to, to write Pauline on the clipboard so people didn't think I was just a gay man <laughs> 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 sort of Larry Grayson doing the, yeah, uh, so the restart like, yeah. Pauline mm. and I was going to be Pauline wasn't I originally you were oh. you, are, you were destined to be did Pauline did I ever do it you bottled it I am uh, mm.
2: at last minute said, I think I think you should do it I think you'd be better than me doing it and I a legend Pauline. was
3: born ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think if it had been the other way around, it would, none, of, none of it would have worked. Yes, I agree.
3: I think everything no, I, would have fallen apart. I did uh, Papa Lazarou in the first sort of s- sketch version of it, and uh, not in the way that Reese did it. And he, and he was Pauline, and we switched. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's really inconceivable now that, that we could have done it that way around. Yeah. Although anyone could go, Hello, there, <laughs> <laughs> Not a huge amount of skill. <laughs>
0: Hello, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder whether that would have, <laughs> that would have happened at all On no. no one, no one made the grade. <laughs> and you all met at college in Yorkshire, is that right? Is the, is the, was I'm um, actually. Yeah, I was, was just Brenton talking no. about you in uh, Premonje with my producer, and uh, I forgot the name. What was the name of the college Bre- was Breton Hall? Bretton Hall. And we were mentioning it, and the guy at the next table said, "I went there." Really? Yeah, we're saying all the famous people who've been there... To be honest, I said it was you and Ian Boldsworth, who plays <laughs> Ray Peacock. <laughs> there, are some other, there are some other more famous people than Ray Peacock. Yeah. But, uh, but he went, I went there. I said, are you famous? He said, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he was very upset about Jimmy Savile. Was he? Yeah, he was very upset. He was talking to his uh, wife about Jimmy Savile. No. Oh, well, I thought he'd listen to my fucking conversation. I was going to listen to his. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we stayed in so you all met at college because you met like when you were teenagers then 18 or 19 <laughs> yeah. or, or not with um, Jeremy as, as well Jeremy was he? at
2: Leeds University oh, in right. philosophy wasn't he uh, something, like that, yeah. or something like that something weird and he was with uh, Gordon who was our the person that kind of puts us together as doing things acting together wasn't he yeah. and he was Mark's friend and he left your year didn't he Gordon Anderson who now directs what was it some shit
3: <laughs> <laughs> shameless
2: Shameless. Yeah. Is it on that? Yeah. Catherine Tate.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, um, um, is this giving away my
0: opinions of things?
3: Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> so that is, that's what this is all about. To be right. fair, you think everything shit. Yeah.
0: Yes. I've already come down on paedophilia is wrong in this podcast, which is quite a lot of the audience are quite upset about that. Uh, look at him, mate. Look how upset old Specky about is over there about that. How dare you! <laughs> I'm, I don't, I'm not going to sit on the fence over it. Doesn't agree. Wrong, I think it's bad. <laughs> if I ever have to come down on one side. Anti. Uh Yes. Yeah, so we did meet there, yes. That yeah. was your question, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah. but that's kind of an incredible coming together of... Uh, very. Ta- you, basically, the three of you now are responsible for most television output in the country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's incredible that the three of you were in this presumably fairly small... Well, we, yeah, the, the, theatrical yeah. college. They had,
3: um, they had sort of 30 students in, in, a, in a year, and me and Mark were in the same year, and Reese was in the year below. Um, but do we they spotted still treat him you, straight away.
0: Do they still treat you like you're, <laughs> you're younger than them and not?
3: We groomed him.
0: Because <laughs> um, me and Stu were at college, and Al Murray was in the year below, and Al Murray had had a year off. He's actually older than Stuart. But even now, Stu still treats him like he's in the child. year below. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I was kind of in awe of Stephen and Mark watching their stuff because they yeah. were in things and I used to go and see them and they'd put their own... Because Breton was shit when we were there. Apparently it got better, but we were... It was good it's closed for the down, fan, it? it left you... It's closed now, yeah. yeah. Um, is it? Yeah, it's fully yes, closed. Yes, yeah, it? yeah, it's closed. And uh, we did our own things because that was the, the only way of kind of surviving it. When you got there, they warned you of... Cabin Fever, because it was like the Overlook Hotel, is in the middle of Yorkshire Sculpture Park. Beautiful place, but I didn't really ever recognise it for what it was when I was there and afterwards I thought, oh, yeah, it's really nice. We went back, didn't we? We went back. Yeah, we went we back no in our interest. tour bus. We <laughs> went back in our massive tour bus to kind of just gloat and they were very dismissive of us, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like us to come back and do a talk about, you know, the fact that we're famous now? And, uh... and They're like, no, why should we? <laughs> What about what to do with the cameras, or it was really kind of slightly?
3: Yeah, no, genuinely, they're, they're very close-minded. I mean, a lot of these places, educational places, they are just in. What do you look good? Yes, like they're, they're a bit local, and they you know they were not interested in their students really. Once they left, that was it. that, yeah. that was it. They were over. So. This, yeah, this, and the
0: training is the more important part. I think it's important. The training, everything that happens well, about is unimportant.
3: In our case, it's the, the you know the people we met, literally, and the fact that you could do uh, other stuff off the course. You didn't have to just do kind of voice exercises and Rudolf Lab and physical exercises, and you know you could go off and book a space and put your own play on. And either write and devise plays, which me and Mark and and, and Reese all did. Um, or just stage any, you know, a bit of the UNESCO we staged, and you could you could kind of do whatever you wanted in your own time. The course was something you just had to go through to get those facilities. But well, the head of,
2: of it, drama, was this old man called John Hodgson, who was, uh, and he, I remember the first day, and we, we used to quote it. three point is Diction? This is really true. three is Diction? addiction. Articulation. Includes me. Literally what he said. Fiction articulation. Includes me. of speech. Right. <laughs> and you're
3: teaching us for three fucking years. <laughs> Almost every production we did there was a disaster in some way or another, wasn't it? Yeah. We, did a, we did a production of a play called um, The National Health by Peter Nichols. Uh, which is about the national health of the 1970s, uh, featuring a number of black and Asian characters, obviously, working in the national health as doctors, nurses. And we were an all-white group. There wasn't a single... you know, It's unthinkable now. Um, This is 1986 we started. So they said... They brought in literally the crayons and said, right, you're going to have to black yourselves up. (laughs) um, Wakefield Opera House. And in Wakefield Opera House did this production in in 1989, not, well, quite a long time ago, but uh, yeah, (laughs) 20-year-old students blacked up. And so whenever they sort of hugged each other, it all came off on the the white coats of the doctors. So everyone had these brown stains all over their costumes. Horrendous. And then uh, we we were bringing um, a production of, uh, what's that pin to play, The, uh, The Room? Yeah, I think it was one of his first plays which has a, a black character in it. And me and Mark were both cast as this character. He's blind and black. And um, we refused uh, to, to Black out. So you know, There's one thing in Wakefield Opera House. Come down to Tufno Park and do it. Um, LAUGHTER and um, anyway, we, we refuse, and to this day we regret it, because we haven't got any photographs of people. <laughs> They'd look good in a, in a sort of biography in years to come. But uh, no, we, we, took, we took a stance and said, no, this is ridiculous. And these are the people who were teaching us. I mean, it was disastrous.
0: <laughs> but it sounds like this is the this genesis of nearly all your leading yep. gentleman characters here. Yeah. <laughs> and go, we could black up, we could have a rubbish theatre group. <laughs> <Yeah. Just, laughs> that's it. <laughs> so that easy. <laughs> so well it is quite interesting with um but how did it how did you decide to, to do the comedy together though is that did that just kind of happen organically and then you went to edinburgh because there's a, obviously a little gap there between yeah there was
2: yeah it's a funny wilderness year, isn't it when you go on you did very well didn't you really doing your own theatre company and working for variety
3: well, we did, yeah, we did sort of a fringe theatre company, me and uh, Gordon, the director Reese was talking about, and, um, and and you were in the plays, you and Mark were both in plays, but it was, you know, it was hand-to-mouth and it was, you know, putting, putting your own shows on. Um, and then we were going to, we ran out of money, this theatre company needed to fundraise us, so Gordon said, why don't you do a comedy night to, to raise money, and... Um, so we did, and that was the beginnings of, um, of The League of Gentlemen. And a lot of those sketches, um, the Pauline and, and Jeff, and uh, was the local shop? I don't think it was. But a number of the characters we ended up doing were, were there. But well, Jeremy it was, did Bernice, did to begin with? Yeah. Because Jeremy
2: was in it, and then we got him booted off it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he
2: said, I'm not so, I don't think I can do it, actually. I'm going to let you do it. So he just um, he decided that he fell on his sword before he was pushed
3: (laughs) but I think you do I mean if we'd gone from being 21 and started to write sketches what are you going to write about I mean it's very difficult as as, as you know you need the more life experience that's what I did (laughs) (laughs) they were rubbish
0: Uh, we wrote about Rod Hell liking jelly that's what that's that's what you end up writing (laughs) about I remember it fondly. Is it available on DVD? Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, well, uh, the second series with Rod Holland it is coming out very soon. Good. The BBC will ever let us get through without
3: cutting bits out. Uh, but
0: uh, let's not talk about that.
3: Uh, no, yeah, we, we, had, we had about sort of five years of doing of really signing on and, and doing bits and pieces of jobs. and um, But used that time to write and write and write. And we, had, we just built up this massive pile of stuff. And then, like you say, we were at the Canal Cafe Theatre and we did a few regular shows. And went to Edinburgh in uh, 1996, and that that was the beginning. It's
2: strange now to think about it, because I never, I was saying this earlier, never had any master plan, I mean, how could you really, but to do, to think, oh, it might eventually be on television. We're just doing it for the thing of doing it, and I think that's... The only way you can do it, really, and make it and keep it pure. I know people now that think, "Well, we'll do a sketch show, we'll get a sketch show together, and then uh, that'll get really f- f- famous, and then we'll become, then we'll be able to get parts and other things." It's like totally the wrong way around to think about it. Like trying I think to miss so, out yeah. The work, but we were just in it doing it, and then it was like, "Oh my god, really?" There's a radio <laughs> thing maybe going to happen, and it was just yeah. literally day to day. That's how I remember it. Anyway, I don't remember a big master plan at all.
3: No, no, no. I mean, you know, no, definitely not.
0: I think you work very hard. I mean, that, that's, I was someone gave me a book, came to my gig in uh, last night and gave me a book they'd written, and I've, it's called Tim, I think. Hello, uh, and uh, it's about re, re, comedy on Radio One, and I, I think I must have seen this book before, but I don't know. There's a whole chapter about me and Stu's Radio One shows from the from the early night mid 1990s, and I can't remember anything about it, and it's kind of. Just full of like all these ideas, kind of spilling out, and I think mm-hmm. you just you just got on with it and messed around, and then actually just completely forgot. And there's so many things that we forgot about that we that we wrote and didn't mm-hmm. use. But you you won um, you won uh, the Perrier, and you're the first sketch group to win the Perrier uh, since uh, the Footlights. And Fry Footlights. Yeah. Um,
3: so yeah, that do, was do, is that thing no.
0: that is that without that do you think? Things would it, did it propel you onwards, or was it all happening
3: anyway? Do you think? Well, no. I, I, that actually was in '97, and in '96 was, was the first year we went with literally our own little photocopied leaflets and standing out in the street. And uh, that we was the year. did our show, didn't we? And Legs of Kimbo's. <laughs> did
2: yes, yes, we flyleafed for Legs of Kimbo within our show. That was like a slightly.
3: We, we did some uh, street theatre as Legs of Kimbo. And we got quite a crowd, and this no one knew <laughs> it was meant to be satirical. Um, I think they would have rather seen everybody out than, than seen yeah. The League of Gentlemen. But, gather um, round,
2: gather around, Come on, guys, gather round. Uh, <laughs> it was good.
3: I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, we, we, so we kind of had it in place in, in, you know, from the year before uh, to, to develop the show into a radio series and the Perrier just can't... It, it helps, definitely. Yeah. But, um, and I think most people who've won it have gone on to do stuff but not everybody. No. No, that's true. Uh, so time
0: out uh, the depleted magazine. Uh, LAUGHTER sad, though, isn't it? It's, it's sort of sad to see this like pamphlet, now it is. But uh, they wrote about uh, this uh, show and very nicely, uh, the comedy critic. Uh, the consummate comic, that's me, pictured. I uh-huh. am um, pictured. Don't look as old as I do in that other thing. Uh, <laughs> tonight includes Psychoville creators, Rhys Smith and Steve Pemberton, who no doubt will be asked questions about their penises. Well, I think I've confounded... <laughs> I think old Ben Williams at Time Out looks a bit stupid now, doesn't he? Because <laughs> I've been doing proper interview questions. So, Steve, have you ever tried to suck your own cock? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: no, because yeah. it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> it is possible. Is it's it? Pl- well, not for everyone.
0: Yeah. I couldn't do it now with my fucking back. <laughs> 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 we know how that, back, that bad back came about. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried to suck each other's cocks? That's the because there's two of you, well, and you've um, known each other so well. For no, so long. I've,
3: I've felt it. No. Um Felt yeah. Reese's one. Yeah, have you? Yeah, I think I have. On your yeah. bum when I was bumming you. <laughs> 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 not in real life. That's, it was, it was Ross and Paulie. <laughs> that's actually not the one I was thinking of. Um, no, we, we, did, uh, we did a sort of uh, little... When we did our live show for League of Gentlemen, we had yeah. a sort of lesbian uh, routine with Pauline and uh, what was your name? Cathy Carter-Smith. and I had to sort of grab your uh, groinal area. Oh, yeah. So uh, there was padding, though. Yeah. So I think... I don't know. I don't know what was padding. Is what the padding was always there? <laughs>
2: Is that just for... That?
3: <laughs> yeah, even as a woman, I've <laughs> had double,
2: double layer. <laughs> that was cut out of the live show, wasn't it, Not. That that, uh, that scene in Dungeon no.
3: Lumber. Was it not? No, you're thinking of the other one. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, the yeah. special was a thing Christmas he special. made you film backstage. Hello, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. never. bit where I was. You were actually. It's a special.
0: Up uh, my bum with your car. <laughs> it might be you, you <laughs> might it was not a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart once tried to wank me off with the ventriloquist dummy's <laughs> hand, that's why. You know, because I know that. Venture when dummy. Because you've worked together with the hand of a ventriloquist dummy. But obviously, it's. He had to have his own hand around that.
3: <laughs> How did you sustain an erection? Well, I did it. Did, I, did, you know,
0: I didn't did want it to happen. <laughs> I was crying. I was crying and he was trying to cheer me up. This could be the new scandal. It is. It should be. I've mentioned this a lot. It'll, get, it'll be dead and then it'll come out. and everyone go, oh, Stuart Lee, the ventriloquist dummy wanking bloke. I was 18 at the time. That's practically... And I mean, you know, it's different. When I, was, when I was 18, I was, you know, essentially still a child, just because we progress at different rates, don't we? So uh, I think it counts. Did he we speak do. to him in the voice of the dummy? <laughs> he didn't even do that. That would have been <laughs> would have Didn't even think that you'd like the dummy, you'd like. Because I know you are, my, my, it was a dummy made by my great-grandad out of Papi in the 1880s. Was so it really? Yeah. We used it in the act, and then I, he was generally trying to, as people will know here, they were, it's a well-known story. Uh, was, I, was, I was upset one night in our first Edinburgh, and he, and he thought, he <laughs> says, he thought that that would be a good... It's not the first thing you think, to cheers, you know. Maybe <laughs> tickle them first, see if that works. <laughs> Don't go straight for the ventriloquist dummy that your great granddad has made. You know, when my great granddad made that hand, he wasn't thinking, one day that'll be on the cock of my great-grandson. <laughs>
3: And the flaccid cock of my crying. So, was he only using his thumb and little finger to do it? <laughs> it's like a
0: little papier mache hand, it's a little tiny. You'd like it. I uh, should, I should have brought it into shape because uh, yeah, you'd looked, love I this. Would like to see you, it. Because yeah. on Twitter, you, at night time, you post really scary pictures of <laughs> did, ghosts and stuff.
2: <laughs> I posted you one particularly tonight. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Why, why are you doing this? I'm alone in the song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So so I that, did. that's why I did once because when I went back to my parents' house once uh, they'd got the dummies for some reason and without telling me they'd put them both sitting underneath the dressing table in the bedroom so we came into the bedroom turned the light on and then these two very scary dummies so I took a picture of them but then I took a picture of one of them crawling towards the bed <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah but so you're very, you know you're very close the two of you we are together yeah. we have you ever know, anything like that ever
3: no. one of you been a bit drunk <laughs> no. 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 Unfortunately not. Honestly, no we interest. Could say. No, no, we get it all out in our work. <laughs> I mean, Reese has taken me roughly from behind yeah. when I was Pauline in series three. That was experience, yeah. It I mean, was funny to write funny it. We were killing it. ourselves laughing writing it, and they said, right, Steve, get in, hitch your skirt up, bend yeah. over the sofa. <laughs> it, your dignity is <laughs> a long way behind you. It wasn't
2: a closed set or anything. More people came in. Who are these people? <laughs>
0: Just, was that something people really wanted to see? Yes. I, think, I thought more people would have left. It's not a close. It's not a close <laughs> set, but no one wants no to one see one's it. Wanted, yeah. Close <laughs> set.
3: It was very sordid. But then I think that I, it, as we were doing, I was thinking, "Oh God, this feels really not funny." So I managed to kind of push my glasses up my bridge of my nose, and that saved it. That saved think, it. You yeah. Know. He s- twisted the glasses. He? Like, thank God, <laughs> it's funny again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we were talking, actually, we were talking about stage of that because I was going to mention Papa Lazarou actually, but also uh, in uh, the Tina Turner bit in uh, Psychoville, which I, which I. There is a gentleman. Please welcome Miss Tina Turner. In the hands of a different comedian, and the, the ventriloquist dummy's hand of a different. <laughs> these these could be quietly contentious. Uh, C- contentious characters I mean it, 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 how did <laughs> you come up with the idea oh, I mean I don't know how uh, pa, pa, you know uh, a lot of people can go yeah we saw uh, we saw this morning and there was an unusual guest <laughs> on we thought how did Papa Lazarou well, come pa- about Lazarou
2: came, and,
0: and, and, and both of them really but
2: yeah well that I mean Lazarou's voice came from our landlord didn't it from mm. we were living in East Finchley there was a and he was called Peter Papa Lazarou not <laughs> <was the> stretch <laughs> It's change it much for what happened but um, and he'd ring up, I've told this story many times, but he would ring up and he'd, hello I'd not dealt with any of the um, lease you know, the getting the, the contracts rent for me, me staying there, so he didn't really know how he was even living there, Steve had done it all, so he'd ring up and he'd know Steve was the person that was renting his flat, and Say, ah, oh, it's them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's Rhys um, I'm the, uh, it's them, uh, no, no, he, he wants to leave a message. I want to spot a <laughs> I got this hoover belonging to you. I said, Well, he's not. He can ring back. Ah, oh, this is just a second man
3: <laughs> So, is this that? I've it all down. It, I'll just tell you. <laughs> We just sat by our answer machine and <laughs> wrote it verbatim. I swear to God, and that was it. Wow. Um, we put it in and thought Mark and uh, Jeremy. Yeah, when we right. read this out to them, they'll just sit there and look at us. Uh but no, it, muse. yeah. But it,
2: but, it seemed to work, and we don't. Jeremy and I had wanted to do something about like a home invasion thing with yeah. people that you didn't want coming into your house. And it just seemed to fit, and then we put in gypsies. You can say it. You can say it, and then so uh, you
0: blacked up to detract from it being bad gypsy. I know, yeah. why, I know a way to deflect attention from an <laughs> anti-gypsy. <laughs> Let's black him up, travelling folk.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's what we did, and then and then the black face was part of more like. Like clown makeup—that's what. it Wasn't yeah. was not meant. It was meant to be. he Wasn't blacking up really. Well, that's
3: because he was going to be part of a, a fairground circus.
0: So. Yeah. But it is. It so, I mean, really in both of those things. They're similar in that they're playing, I guess, with uh, perceptions of. It's almost like the perception of like a 1970s. You know what I mean? It's like a 1970s mm. idea, especially with the <laughs> Tina Turner routine. It's like that. In the 1970s, you would have been allowed to do yeah, that, that. Would have been among just among and many other things you were allowed to do in the yeah, 1970s. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And probably people would have laughed along and thought it was brilliant. And yeah. then it, so it's the inappropriateness of it is is kind of yes. Made, but I think. You know. Don't you
3: remember the Brother Lees? The three the three uh, impressionists who used to stand in a line and do the same act. They used to right. the same an old MacDonald act with different yes. kind of uh, different characters. And uh, one of them, who, who was it? And they did. Was it Louis Armstrong? They did. They put the I tights think it was, over the yeah, tights
2: on the head and
0: um, the uh, they had coat hangers with lips on.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and they put them
0: in and did that. But I mean, it was in the seventies. It was you know the and White minstrel show went into the eighties. I think didn't it? I mean, it yep, kind of yeah. stayed, which is essentially what what that is. And it was just a, an um, amazingly what what you, what you could do on TV. It was sort of astonishing that
3: that went that was pervaded for so long. But um, I, I think th- what 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 we kind. Of, I mean, we 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 don't sit there thinking, oh, this will shock people or this will be naughty to do. Um, I think if the characters are kind of real and you believe that the, you know, Maureen, as, as an older lady, thought this would be entertaining to her dinner guests yeah. and, and you play the full horror of it on the faces of the guests, which I think we did, we did do, <laughs> uh, and then you've got the pathos of the fact that, you know... He's trying
2: to tell her she's got cancer. And yeah.
3: Uh, so we kind of felt the whole... P- and I, we honestly didn't get uh, any complaints about it because it was so outlandish and, and kind of weird and otherworldly that people didn't think... You know, I that think we the were- people who were offended by it just died when they, yeah. saw, it. they saw someone blacked up, then he's got, oh, he's got cancer,
0: and then he's just farted, and oh! or they thought, oh, finally, a bit <laughs> of good old entertainment
3: back on our screen. No, but we've seen a documentary about Blackpool landladies, and one of them, uh, she used she used, She said, I, I love doing party nights for my guests. <laughs> and she went out, and she had this pot of gravy browning. I kid you not. She got Bisto out and covered her face and put this big sort of fry wig on. And her guests... And then she came out and did simply the best. <laughs> and... Um, it was, on, it was a documentary all about Blackpool, which uh, David Thewlis uh, narrated. You, you can see some of it on YouTube. It's a brilliant, brilliant documentary. And that kind of thing goes on in Blackpool today, you know.
0: <laughs> so I was going to say, you know, I thought there's no way that you... you know, asking how do you make this up? It can't be just someone you've met that's like this, but it is something you've yes, genuinely
2: seen. That was, yeah, yeah. completely. And um, it just seemed to fit for Maureen's character. And it was, you know, that thing of undercutting it with this terrible... News that he's trying to impart during
0: yeah. But I, mean? I think also that they, even though they're caricatures and kind of crazy, horrible characters and they're all murderers or whatever, in this, there's something very human about them. There's very human about the relationship between those two characters yeah. that I think means that that is actually, it's not, when you've got cancer, it's funny. But it's also quite hard, it's quite moving that he's trying to tell
3: his well, we, mother yeah, about this. that we, we kinda of, we do try to do that, you know, we try, try and, I think you can make a character as grotesque as you like, but you need to at least in one moment show their humanity and, and, and what's troubling them and why they are the way they are, or you know, just some kind of tiny moment that lets you into to, to see the character as more than just a grotesque. And and it annoys me when people say oh if you just you know, you dress up and put wigs on and sell a table. I think there is more to it, frankly. Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so like okay. question time. <laughs> but I think so
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's general in the jumper because we had it a long
0: time. I think with some, as, as I was saying this backstage, I think with League of Gentlemen because obviously it kind of it started as sketches and then you kind of put it together into this world. That sometimes some of them yeah. were a bit sketchy and yeah. you know it was. But with Psychoville, it's like a it is a created universe. I mean I think I read somewhere you were talking about the way you know, those characters, some of those characters could be sketch characters the clown who doesn't like kids and that yeah. could be a sketch character and a midwife is isn't helping people could be a sketch character yeah. but then it's more, so you get the familiarity of it coming back every week but, it, but there's more to it because you invest in the, in the story Yeah I people. mean
2: that's how we started out and we thought could there be a, a mystery to it I mean it was all very, it was Tangle wanting to unreeve what we thought we were going to do with it to try to create a narrative that would kind of be a cliffhanger ending and do a kind of 24 or a Dexter or thing where you can't wait to watch the next one. Yeah. But we didn't quite know where some things were going, but I think we felt that it was good. We'd read somewhere that the Coen brothers were writing Blood Simple, their first film, wrote themselves into kind of corners to get, have to get out of it in an imaginative way rather right. than thinking of the end and then working backwards, so, which I think is sometimes not helpful.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I was, I was going was, I was to ask how much you... Because yeah, I, I, I'm trying to write my sitcom at the moment and it's not going very well. But I, I, tend to, I tend to write like that. I just tend to write in order. Cons- I don't... Yeah. I want to surprise myself so I don't work out what's going to happen at the end of an episode. But I was kind of... I, it was so... Psycho uh, like was sort of so... Kind of seemed so planned and worked out. But I've, it, it, well, you Well, some doing things
2: that. were... And we we'd have an arc of a thing I think that's yeah. great to, all right, to end up there and other things weren't were they
3: I don't no, think we knew who did we, it to we, we started th- we did three episodes about our blackmailer and different blackmailer and we hadn't decided who the blackmailer was going to be and we hoped in that way we couldn't give any clues out yeah, because but, we we didn't decide no, I think that's and, uh, and then we made it kind of work uh, from halfway through but what increasingly annoys fucking fucks me off is
2: <laughs> people who watch it and then <laughs> just you yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> fucking you lot. No, well, I, I, my bugbear with the reception to the second series, you can get me really angry now, is um, nothing hap- no, nothing's happening. Episode three, still nothing's happening. Well, it, it fucking has. You've been watching things happen. No, but nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. What's happening? There's no story to it. Where's the story? And what surprised me, and Steve, I think, is how much people... The backstory in the bigger picture is something that is there needs to be there and probably more there in Psychoville than it was in the league but it was always a, a thing to stitch together basically the strands of those characters' stories but people completely What's the thing of the Lockheed you know <laughs> in, in Psychoville and it was it, it felt like it hadn't begun until we began that story which didn't really begin until episode four right and that just really fucked me off because it was like oh yeah it's slow it's don't need a second series there's nothing happening they're stretching it out and it really fucking made me <laughs> but apart from that I love it the people love it and uh,
0: I'm really grateful (laughs) the audience are always the problem with everything I think (laughs) if there was just no audience you could just do what you wanted it'd be much better you're the problem with all entertainment (laughs) it's because of you that Peter Kay gets away with doing (laughs) what he does Um, I've got to ask you this (laughs) Paul (laughs) Putnam you specifically I was looking at you. Putner. Uh, Paul Putner is in the audience tonight. and he? Asked, is he? Yeah, I think so. Where is he? Well, Where? maybe he didn't turn up. He's not yet. Uh, so, there was a woman screaming in the back, he might just have <laughs>
1: grabbed...
0: Ah! He's killed again. Uh, he's the Curious Orange, of course. He's best known. So that is his best known role. <laughs> best uh, known but, role. but he told me I, I had to ask... I think it was Reese I had to ask about Mystic Meg and a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Many years Paul ago, yeah. I did an episode of... What was it? Lenny Henry's Goes Lenny, to Town. En, Lenny Henry Goes to Town. Um, it was on a par with Davey. <laughs> <laughs> it, was nearly, uh, it was my second choice uh, <laughs> to introduce you with, in fact. <laughs> How was it?
1: <laughs>
2: and um, I was, ended up, for some reason, in a hotel room in Brighton waiting to film the bit that I had to do with Mystic Meg, who was also doing a sketch and was big at the time. <laughs> and uh, she... It was a very small hotel room and she was, we were both sitting and it was an ensuite toilet toilet. She went into the toilet <laughs> and uh, all the mysticism <laughs> <laughs> eva- evaporated in this horribly embarrassing <laughs> noise that resounded around the pan. so i really laughing and then um, so yeah she came out and he was really flustered and embarrassed it was. Just, <laughs> I thought that's she didn't try yeah. to read your palm after that did she
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was embarrassing and I saw her many years later with, uh, in Waterstones with a pile of books and everyone just walking by her. it was awful oh. there's not, not nothing funny about that <laughs> but she should have seen it coming <laughs> So, yeah, that was horrible, that uh, Mystic Meg, but that was yeah. a funny... Uh, I got that pump out of it, anyway. <laughs> Hearing Mystic Meg pump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, only, she's only a human being. I mean, she seems more than a human being, but she is. And uh, I'd forgotten, but I remembered when I looked at your IMDB page that you were in Match Point by the Woody Allen film. Yes. My, one of my least favourite Woody Allen films. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, about, about there, all yeah. the, t- the really bad ones he's done recently, and it wasn't your fault. No, I was hardly in it. You were, but what was it like being? It's kind of, if I was, I know, if Woody Allen rang me up, which I presuming he maybe
3: didn't do. Did he ring you up <laughs> and say, "Do you want to be in my film, Steve?" Well, I, I along with a number of other, you know, um, people. Mark was in it. Was he? He was. Yeah, he was. He was in it, but cut out. But right. I think he can be seen in the background. <laughs> and um, he, Mark, was played table tennis player too. <laughs> and if you look it up on IMDb, it says John. So you didn't have a name. You didn't have a character. <laughs> he said, yes, well, I've got to make it up for IMDb. <laughs> so John didn't exist. And I, I went in and kind of, my agent said, look, it's two lines, but it's Woody Allen film. And you've got to go in and do it on tape. That He's not there in the auditions. He watches the tapes afterwards. And I went in and I think I picked the wrong piece of paper up because it was quite a long uh, bit of um, dialogue of a policeman, a detective. And um, so I did it into the camera. I walked away. And then they said, yeah, you've got the job. But to be honest, I mean, he is—he has made some amazing films. He definitely has. Some brilliant films. And one of my favourites is Husbands and Wives, which he, was the last one he made before he split up with, um, what's her face? Me Farrow. Yeah. And uh, when it all came out. And I think that probably, from that point on, uh, Manhattan Murder Mystery wasn't bad, but then they started to get yeah. a bit, you know, not as enjoyable. Anyway. So there's some good that can come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> out of what? Whatever he was doing... <laughs> <And> I, uh, <laughs> Why does it all have to come back to that? Sadine. Um, anyway, so I turned up on set, and he was actually quite rude, and he wasn't very pleasant, and he just sort of said, "Yeah, well, you, you, you the, the guy, the guy." You know, sort of ushered me um, in, into place, and then um, we'd all—I learn- mean, I was doing a scene with Colin Salmon and uh, you and Bremner—and we all had learned our lines, and you know, you wait for your cue in this good old British way, <laughs> and then you say your line, and then they wait for their. And then he sort of said, "No, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Why are you waiting to?" Speak- speak people don't wait to speak you got information you need to give the information and I was like oh okay so I just came charging out And I said, it's drugs it's drugs government. no 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 you talked over his line so <laughs> I, I, I just come kind of standing there and the three of us are looking at each other like what are we supposed to do we're in a Woody Allen film you know that you know big tick uh, on IMDb but we, it was actually quite an unpleasant experience yeah. um, it's a good so. directing do it like it is in my head yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly do it now I think that's how I direct, to be honest. It, I, people often say to the pair of us, you know, are you going to direct what, stuff, something that you do? But it's, I mean, when you've written stuff and, and you're watching other people do it, it is very difficult to to tell them how to perform it that is going to be exactly the way you. Yeah. And, and it's, you know. Yeah, we've three.
2: been writing this new thing and it's,
3: we know how
2: to do the parts. <laughs> but we, a lot of these, there's a lot of parts in this that we're not in. And um, you do think, oh, ruined by people that don't quite know how to do it, I mean, but you do have to trust that of course you can get here but then equally, do it. to be do fair, it better than us, a
3: lot of people came into Psychoville, were absolutely brilliant and did, yeah. it, and did it really well, so we're not saying we are the two only actors no, in the world no, no. I mean, yeah, we
2: <laughs> this new thing we've written, we've written it and we didn't even think about parts for us in it when we were writing it we just thought, well, what's a good story and then thought, actually, is there anything for us in it? and there are a few things we find I mean, ways find ways of getting it in there
0: so what is it? So it's, it's, at the moment, it's called Happy Endings. Is this? Is this? No, it's never called Happy Endings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to,
2: well, why do we call Happy Endings? There's already something called Happy Endings. There's two things already called Happy Endings.
3: To be fair, I hope is, they don't call it, it Happy
2: Endings. It, <laughs> just, just
3: just yeah, we know it was. It was announced as being called that. It to, was, to be yes. fair. To be fair. Yeah, it's and not the your fault. Title. It's not your fault.
0: <laughs> In a way, I blame whoever put the press release out about yeah. it. Which would be you. <laughs> oh do we
2: don't have anything to do with it? It was all wrong that information.
3: No, we can exclusively reveal the it? title I if you want yeah, to have first. Let's do it. It's a rubbish title, so much oh, leaving.
0: I
2: don't want to
3: <laughs>
0: No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: Uh, no, it's called number nine. Number nine. Yeah. Yeah, I should have gone with happy LAUGHTER <legs. laughs> Uh, the idea is that... It, no, not tell them! Uh, <sighs> the idea is that each week you go to, to a different house and all the houses are going to be number nine. If it's a big house or a flat or whatever. so They're all completely different stories. Self-contained little plays. And they are all take place inside number nine. So that's why it's called that. Number nine. Yeah.
2: They're all a bit like the episode four that we did of Psychoville. We thought we had such fun doing that oh, one. It yes. was all in one room. Not all... That was all one take, nearly, or two takes, but this is just... uh, Yeah, like, our brief in our minds was like Tales of the Unexpected" type thing. So they're a little bit... But actually
3: unexpected and not
2: completely expected. (laughs) Tales of the... Exactly as you worked it out within the minute. All right, so yeah, he's done it and...
0: (laughs) Some of the Tales are unexpected. It's quite hard to... it's, It's sort of so expected... It's unexpected. Yeah, it's quite hard, yeah. It's quite hard to work out what was meant to be yeah. unexpected. So are sort of sitting there waiting for something after... after that, yeah, the, that like, can't be... Yeah, is it going to be an extra thing that's? Yeah. Oh, no, it was no, just... Just... It
2: was a snake or whatever it was. He yeah. <laughs> ran out, you out of He turned into it. a bee. He oh, did just turn into a bee. <laughs>
1: well,
2: that was one of the better ones. I know. <laughs> I don't know why we've done this series. <laughs> We've not copied any of those. They're they're better than that, and they're not. It isn't as prescriptive as right, and there has to be a twist because that's you know. As soon as you hear, there's a twist. I hate
3: seeing like uh, the best twist ending ever. It's fucking ruined. Exactly. (laughs) I remember seeing um, uh, well when the uh, what's it called? The uh, the usual suspects came out, and uh, they made a huge thing about the ending so uh, I, I, someone I know had seen it, I said don't tell me anything about it, he said no I won't, I won't say anything but it's really clever the way that when it's finished you kind of want to go back and watch it all again because you don't trust what you've heard <laughs> so okay, whoever's telling the story is going to be telling lies, there Kaiser say, you've fucking ruined it, sorry for anyone who hasn't seen it but any bit of information you give out, so we try to be very sparing in what we give out about anything we do and it bugs me that people want to know so much information in advance and I'd, I'm, you know, I'd love it if some if, if a character could die in Coronation Street without anyone knowing about it. Wouldn't that be brilliant? <laughs> Completely unexpected things, but um, you you don't do it. They they use these kind of things to drive people to the show and to build up an audience and.
0: Yeah. And, and Especially
3: with like Psychoville, that had most
2: of what was good about it was the surprises, if there were ever any left. So if you knew that was coming, there was nothing to it. Yeah. You do have to have some routine. Oh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen, so what, what, what's the thing of it? And it's like, well, if you didn't know, that would have been a really good, shocking moment. But, yeah, it's hard to keep things back, isn't it?
3: It's hard Just to keep things back, but also try to promote it, you know, and, yeah. and bring Trapped. people to it. Yeah. Well, you've really I mean, you failed it, on both because, uh, counts in Psychoville. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What? We failed on both oh. counts because hardly anyone watched yeah, it. Yeah, no one knows about it. Hey, we watched, didn't we?
2: I know you yeah! locked
0: it. Yeah, we watched
3: it. That's very
2: kind. People say to me, are you doing any more than League of Gentlemen? No, no, it was 15 years ago. <laughs> anything like it, anything at all remotely like it? Not, anything at all like it that you might be doing in the near future? i just done or anything like it. We did the Psychoville. What's that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, that like every a, day to me. Every day. And the name's like... Can you little, imagine living with that? <laughs> I can, yeah. I can imagine living with it and not having a fucking TV show at all. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> is it true the name slices? I read this on the AMD database I like to call it that twice <laughs> uh, <laughs> that Psychoville was the name that the League of Gentlemen was in Japan and Korea is that correct
3: that's correct wow. yeah, yeah and we tried to find a similar thing for the next series but we couldn't think of anything because it hasn't yeah. been sold to any other countries <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah there was a nice link between um, in fact you hated the name didn't you to be fair yep yeah. um, still <laughs> <laughs> what, what we did, we went on, you know, AQA, uh, the, the sort of text answer providing service, yes. and we, so we we texted oh, yeah. them and said, uh, "Is Psychoville a good name for a new comedy show on BBC 2 <laughs> that's uh, how we What was the yeah. answer? It was yes, it is a good name. <laughs> so that's how we, no, arrived. How we did.
2: <laughs> oh, have to do it then. Shit! So this new some <laughs>
3: student, <out there> somewhere. <laughs> oh. but I didn't realise yeah. they'll answer any question. It doesn't have to be factual. It can be anything <laughs> yeah. at all.
2: So that's how I was we'll, asking yeah. Siri where to bury bodies and things, isn't it? I always do that. <laughs> Pardon? Nothing, nothing.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: that is not relevant.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
0: I'm going to go to I'm going to go to an emergency question because I haven't had to do any. It's been so I've been interested with these guests. So um, <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I only have good people on this. Um, I won't ask that one. If you ha- if you could have, this is good because uh, one of your characters has a false hand. Uh, if you could have a hand made of ham, or wait for the rest of the question. That's not the question. <laughs> or an armpit that dispenses sun cream. And you had to choose one of those things. Which, be, uh, for don't answer yet. The ham would regenerate if you ate it, but only slow. You couldn't just... It's not like a perpetual hand of ham that you could eat forever. It would take time, but it would grow back. It would work as a hand when you, if you hadn't eaten it. But mm. if you ate it, you wouldn't have a hand for a bit. Okay. But then it would grow back and be a fully functional hand. Yeah. I'm just saying you wouldn't have unlimited supply of ham. Yeah. You couldn't say, well, I'll open a ham shop. Uh, and... The sun cream would be restricted to one bottle of sun cream a day. So, again, you couldn't set up... It's coming out of your armpit. Which of those two... You you get asked all the time, I know, but how... Which... (laughs) If you have any subsidiary questions, do fire them back. And you... uh, Is it dribbling out your arm? No, it's... uh, (laughs) I imagine you would dispense it by moving your arm Mm. like that. There must be some cap on it. So that, you know, just if you were doing a duck impression... It didn't just start coming out, that would be embarrassing thing. Yeah. <laughs> sort of your shirt was suddenly full of. But yeah. you know, it would be useful if it was sunny, you could you know, put it on I yourself. I know, I t- don't, do you want me to answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't guess why, why would I ask it? I want you both to answer. I would have the hand of ham. Would you?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I some, don't fan, know why. some fans of the ham hand. Then. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why.
3: I, I have to agree. I mean, if it was like mm-hmm. shower gel or shampoo or something useful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's a sun but...
0: cream thing, it's only
2: a month, maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's useful, and then the rest is yeah. just a bind, isn't it? It's just under your
3: arm, <laughs> 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 it's good, it's and it <laughs> might build up, it might build up. You might start to develop sort of a huge <laughs> shoulder, <laughs> like sort of Popeye arm, yeah, uh, full of sun cream. Ombre solaire, what kind is it? <laughs> well,
0: I think you'd be able to choose Rob <laughs> Delaney. Did ask a very good question. What factor? Right. Oh, because right. obviously that makes a big yeah. difference. I don't really. I haven't thought. thought it through that far.
2: This has been asked before.
0: <laughs> I asked it last week, <laughs> and I'm going to ask it next week to, right. to save <laughs> Finovich. I have a feeling I know what he's going to say uh, because I did his one last week. It's going to. Oh. It's very confusing. I, I can't. I keep on not wanting. I can bander to something that hasn't happened yet. Is like it I'm very thin? thin. <laughs> I'm, I, is it like a wafer way thin yeah, ham? Yeah, I think it'd be wafer thin ham, rather than like a ham hock. <laughs>
3: oh, he's changing his mind wow, right now. I'm wondering now. <laughs> no, a we'll a don't stick off. with a ham. Yeah. Feed
0: your kids with it if they're hungry. <laughs> 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 little, nibble.
1: little nibble. I don't know
0: whether animals would go... You know, they might go for it and stuff. You walk down the road, dogs might just start jumping. You'd probably have to have some kind of smell, Protection. protective glove. I mean, it, yeah. it'd be a... In a way, both of these things would be a curse. They both sound yeah. They both sound good.
2: You wouldn't be able to fly anymore, would you? Because they'd say no liquids. <laughs>
0: that's true. Well, yeah.
2: you, we you know, people piss out there. They're
0: allowed. to. <laughs> people are allowed to go on places with liquids inside yeah, true, them. True. Yeah. But that's one part of the problem, isn't it? Because you could put. That's what I've. I, I like thinking up uh, terrorist atrocities. <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> And I saw, once I was, and this nearly happened, once I saw, was at an airport and I saw a very large-breasted woman going through, like, very voluptuous woman. So it could be full of things. And I things. thought, you could just put, like, some of the, put the stuff that goes in the, the uh, Oasis bottles inside there and just have a little prick, they go, oh, bang. <laughs> yeah. Then that's actually happened. People have tried to do that. And then they put them in their pants and their shoes. People have tried to do it in... But don't people uh, who've had implants, don't they explode as well? They do sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So if you Like had your... when you
2: feed um, mol- uh, paracetamol to pigeons and their stomachs explode, don't they?
0: Yeah. Don't yeah. give people Sorry, ideas. Do you, but you strike me as the kind of people who would be sitting at home thinking up
3: murders and uh, atrocities. No, we don't at all. <laughs> you used to with animals, didn't you? Oh, the classic, classic serial up. killer uh, trope. <laughs> Burying uh, birds and dogs. I didn't and... bury a bird.
2: Well, a I buried wasp and a bee. A wasp and a bee. <laughs> now, a, a jar of bees and some worms to see who would win.
0: Well, al- they were alive and you buried yeah, them and alive? Yeah, I buried
2: them alive, yeah, and then I dug I them up d- again and it was just
0: uh, they were all, all dead. dead. <laughs> you needed some kind of viewing. Conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> don't put really stuff in jars underground unless you want it to die yes. I thought the worm would have the better shot at the worm it.
2: was all bloated like he'd been stung many times
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were in the same they in the same jar I imagined it was so two that... different jars but you have like made no, a, all the same it made jar. a war it was kind
2: of all in wrestling
0: it. with
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> with
2: insects yeah I know it was cruel it was cruel I realise that now <laughs> <laughs>
0: And are you as obsessed with serial killers as you appear to be? And who is your favourite of the serial killers? Uh, oh. With the proviso that what the oh. serial killers do is probably bad. Yeah. Apart from
2: Dexter. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's hard and it? conflicting with Dexter. I love it. Yeah. but he, Yeah, anyway, that's another conversation. Serial <laughs> killers. Yes, I was obsessed. I got to pull myself back out of being as obsessed because it was unhealthy. But uh, it was interesting being able to... Because I was going to do David as well. I want to remember that. We were, yeah. we're actually going to do it the way around with. I just thought this. Maureen no? and David. Maureen yeah. and David. Yeah, it was right. going to be me. But I thought, yeah, better for Steve to do it. He could do that kind of <clears throat> better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't want to play another old woman because you'd done Lomax. That's what it was. Wasn't that's it? right. Yeah, yeah. The, the old age old makeup state. started to
3: take its toll, <laughs> <laughs> so that you could never tell when it come off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, we did. A, we did a few YouTube videos. There's a few YouTube videos out there of David and Maureen talking to the world and a lot of people have responded yeah, not who is this sick fuck you jerk yes. a lot of Americans you yes. jerk you <laughs> serial killers aren't to be celebrated <laughs> you jerk because I think I think this exact conversation we're having now with David and Maureen and she says David who is your favourite serial killer and was it um, Berkovitz Berkovitz Son, Son of Sam Son of Sam because a dog told him to do it <laughs> and uh Okay. Yeah, but you didn't like Berkowitz, because you thought, a dog that that's
2: a bit far-fetched.
3: That was a bit far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> who was the one who was played by Danny DeVito in the film? Berkowitz. OK. Well, yeah. well there you go. You should have played David. I know,
2: I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, weirdly, the crossover with you and Whitechapel, were doing, you were doing the Ripper thing at the same time, weren't you? I was, well, nearly. Yes. Yeah, So you had fact, the, a... the canonical five. The canonical five. <laughs> I was doing uh, yeah,
3: my, I was a Ripperologist in uh, in uh, Whitechapel, and I had a book as my character had written a book all about Jack the Ripper. And if you watch in uh, Psychoville uh, series one, when I'm in bed reading a book about Jack the Ripper, <laughs> it's the one that my character in Whitechapel had actually written. Uh, I, I was reading it under the bed with a torch. Um. <laughs> but a well, lot of this comes from. I was in.
2: Remember, is it still there now down Charing Cross Road, Murder One? It's horrible. It was all murder books and crime. I don't think it's there now. But I was in there one time. There was an
0: an IRA bomb right outside it uh, that didn't go off in the phone box outside. That would have been ironic, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) A book about it. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And I was in there once, and a big fella came in with his mum, like literally Maureen David, and, and led to the. Murder, the horrible murder crime bits. I was in there as well, so I can't, I'm not judging. <laughs> and he grabbed a Ripper book. I want to see the picture of Mary Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sought out that horrible picture of Mary Kelly with her nose off and her hand in her stomach. Not that I know it
3: d- intimately. <laughs> Your curtains are made of that, aren't you?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, just the print of it over and over.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, made the print of it, not out of Mary Kay's. Yeah, no, I really skin. <laughs> I've got a skin and innards that were never found by the. Uh, and you gave, gave Chubby Brown some TV work. That's his only TV work. Yeah, it was funny, was...
2: Chubby. He was very quiet. Right. Suspiciously quiet. He was very nice. And he said, uh, I said, Is there anything you wouldn't joke about, Chubby? I wouldn't make a joke about a lady wiping herself.
3: Well, that's because there aren't any. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know a joke about a lady wiping herself? Well, he's,
2: he knows not to go there. Yeah, that was what he said. That was his advice. <laughs> Wouldn't make a joke about a lady wiping herself. Not nice. No. <laughs> so, yeah, and he, was, uh, he didn't really get why he was there. He said, uh, no. someone's told me that I should do it, and, he was nice enough, wasn't no, he? he was really it was like Jesus Christ had arrived in Hadfield where we filmed it when he turned out, Everyone running out with their right. bootleg videos, tapes in those days of, yeah. of Chubby. And he was signing them all the way. And, I was...
0: and so it was just because you'd named the town after him yeah, there wasn't like saw, a master would plan. Would it be ironical to have Chubby be the
2: mayor himself? Yes.
3: Yeah. So that was But it. he it nicked was all the
2: street signs. He said, said, welcome to Royston of Vasey. Of course. He yeah. <laughs> nicked them all. Yeah, but he was, Yeah, it was uh, nice enough.
0: I'm going to ask an emergency question. So it's, gonna got, gonna be, it's, it's gone quiet. Be, it's going to be quiet. You have he, to always keep going. Silence uh, is fine. No, no, it's not. It's, a, it's, the, it's, it's bad. This is, I told you what happened. I know. I told you Surprise. just the bad We pushed still. through it. I don't I know, know how long yeah, we've done, yeah. actually. I forgot to look at the No, unit. I don't know. It feels time. like a long time. Are you bored now? Boring. They'll, 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 they'll never get bored. That's the problem. I'm de- <laughs> I do a podcast where I play myself at snooker in my basement for half an hour every week. And I'm going to do it. Pardon? What? Did just hear balls clicking. No, I talk, I commentate oh. on it myself. as different characters, and it's no there's no jokes in it. It's just me doing doing it seriously, <laughs> and uh, and uh, people. And I'm going to keep doing it until no one's listening to it, <laughs> but people keep listening to it. They just they listen to it. That'll show them. It's <laughs> I've <laughs> got quite into it. Yeah. But I'm a bit. Well, it's, well, it's a bit uh, similar. When you start inhabiting kind of in slightly insane characters, do you worry? that that will actually... Uh, there's an episode of a uh, cold-its I keep going on about called Tweedle Tweedledum, where yeah. a man pretends to be mentally ill in order to escape cold-its. But, spoiler alert, <laughs> he goes mentally ill. Right. It's like Catch-22. Does, yeah, does that worry you, that playing all these... <laughs> no, I
2: don't... I think we... I think it's healthy that we do it. Otherwise, what, imagine what I'd be like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no. you see, I mean, you would be a good serial killer because you seem, like, really normal. You seem like the kind of... You could work in the DHSS and you'll be, and be, be flushing, <laughs> flushing people down your toilet and yeah. pretending it was Kentucky Fried Chicken that's afterwards. Right here, yeah. <laughs> you seem like that. Whereas you seem quite, you know, like genuinely normal. But you seem slightly seem tre- like a victim tre- of... Yeah, uh... mate, but that's as frightening as... Because, you know, the really good ones, you don't know, do you? That's the, that's the thing. That's so you're, the I'm thing a bit maybe, scared.
2: Yeah, they'll never stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've come in in your anorak, you know, which... Uh, is an odd thing to do even if you've got a bad back that doesn't we I,
1: I, anyway. I don't
0: think I'm going to be able to get up
1: uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to
2: try out. Oh.
0: okay yeah, I'm alright yes he's up a little walk around he's fine <laughs> oh. yeah but we can stop at any time or we can just no, carry no, on sorry, talking I just,
2: uh, it stiffens
0: up a little bit um, let me uh, well this is good this is actually this is one of my regular questions but it will seem like it's been adapted especially for you have you ever seen a ghost oh
3: good ghosts let's talk about
2: these no. <laughs> no.
3: We did actually go to a haunted house uh, for a Radio Four documentary, and um, this was such a laugh. Was it called Ram House? The Ram Inn. The Ram Inn, which you know, is Loster. even more of a carry-on. Uh, <laughs> the Ram Inn, a carry-on title, ghost hunting at the Ram Inn, and um, oh, it'll put the willies up you, yeah. and. Uh, we <laughs> We, uh, we sort of uh, got there, and there was this absolutely insane guy uh, who, who sort of lived there. And it John. was just a dump, wasn't it? It wasn't an inhabitable house. Well, he lived there. <laughs> yeah, like Stig of the Dump. <laughs> and, um, it was really funny. He was, um, was reputed
2: like 14th century, and it was full of devil worship and child abuse. Once again, we come back to the theme of the night. <laughs> And, um... <laughs> Yes, so we were taken around. We had a
3: medium with us, didn't we? Yeah, we had a medium, and we did a sort of uh, séance. And um, she said, "I'm going to do a tapping séance." So we did the glass moving, and everyone thought that the other person was moving. Jeremy was frightened. It was really funny. (laughs) He he is very susceptible to that thing. And um, and and it's and one of the questions was, "What is death like?" And it spelt out nice. that's quite reassuring. Yeah, no. And then so it's Mark... friendly. It's all right. No, I don't know yes. if he did
0: it in this fight. No. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. But I imagine he did
3: Don't worry. Don't be so scared about it. It's nice. It's <laughs> yeah, nice, a... nice. Nice ghost to have around. And then Mark said, if, right. you, if you were um, in the 14th century, why aren't you talking to us in Saxon French?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it and it sort of went fo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And and then we did a tapping thing. So this was not, you know, none of us were doing it. And I was looking I was sitting next to the medium. I was watching her. Her feet and hands were completely still. She wasn't doing any tapping. there was just the four of us around the room. And the, that was really creepy because yeah, we definitely hearing it was responding with taps, tick, tick, not bath taps, natural.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was like, oh my god, this is. And there was a parapsychologist there as well. who was recording it, and he was, he was excited. It was like we're yeah. getting something. Fucking Mark. <laughs> Gate is doing it. Mm. <laughs> At the Peacondus. end of the night, we went back. I was, so, I was so excited. I can't believe what this happened tonight. It was me. <laughs> so are you kidding That's me? It's
0: ruined. It, if the ghost was speaking Saxon French, maybe, what is death like? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Don't go, about that. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. This <laughs> <laughs> is quite nice. But yeah. it's kind of all right. There's a biscuit named after it.
2: But uh, have I seen a ghost? Sounds... No, I really don't think no. I have seen a ghost. Seen... Oh, no. Fucking hell, I've got a story for you. Yeah. The other week, I went to a uh, hotel. You forgot in that the... you saw a ghost. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I yeah, literally I've, put it from my mind. I was killed by, being
2: by a ghost. Something really happened the other week. I, we got in free in the BAFTA goodie bag. I know it starts in a strange <laughs>
3: way.
2: A weekend, have you been to that hotel yet? No. A weekend in this hotel, so I went to this hotel and we went down for dinner on the night, two wine glasses as there are on tables, and we were just looking at the restaurant, me and my wife. The wine glass just went like that, and I went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it pushed its way under the menu of white, like that, and, and we literally both were, could not believe this white. I went, Ugh! and it was—it just moved across the table by itself, and it wasn't wet. I was thinking, oh, it's aquaplaning, which is the thing that happens with. And it just—it was actually hard to push it. It was like marble. <laughs> it was really strange. I don't know why. Why I kind of didn't want to definitely think about it because I was like, this is a ghost. But why eight fifteen in a restaurant in a hotel?
0: And then, did you get upstairs and Mark Gates was there going, It was me! (laughs) Was (laughs) it
3: (laughs) the (laughs) of (laughs) the Madman? I'm all all ghosts. I am all ghosts. (laughs) That would be a very reassuring thought if if all ghosts were Mark (laughs) Gates.
2: So, that was something that I thought I can't explain
0: it. But,
1: um,
2: no, no, uh, you know, not a cowled figure, never, no. Have Have you? you?
0: No, they don't don't exist. Have you? Uh, I have an additional question. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? (laughs) (laughs) You mean like a Yeti? (laughs) uh, Bigfoot, no. They're they're from a different place. A Bigfoot, Uh, it has to be. (laughs) Have you seen in North America a sort of Sasquatch man? This, you know, it's, the problem with this question, I find, no one has. Uh, if if one time, one time yeah? it's going to just go bang, it's going to explode. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I've never spoken yeah, about yeah, this yeah. before. There was that time I saw a Bigfoot. Yeah, haven't. Yeah, it could happen. It's one of my emergency questions. <laughs> so how would you get on with Mark Gatiss now? He's doing all Doctor Who and Sherlock and is really successful and owns TV and stuff and doesn't work with you anymore. <laughs> what is that? Must be awful well, for you. What's that like?
3: Um He does work with us. He 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 was in. Shut up! Don't stop spoiling it. (laughs) (laughs) we're we're a bit annoyed because uh, we we gave him a nice role in Psychoville, and he said, "I'll I'll pay you back." And then he did a. He said he was in Sherlock. He, said, he did a thing called The uh, First Man on the Moon. And yes. me and Reese with the moon and the sun. You know, the George Melier kind of thing. We just yes. had to just put our heads <laughs> through a bit of cardboard and have a pie thrown in them. And that was, that was his payback for uh, being yeah. in Psychoville. But no, we, we get on very, very well with Mark and with Jeremy. We're all still very good friends. And we keep on saying there's no reason why we, we shouldn't do anything together in the future, but we never have done... We're that. doing more um, Horrible Histories.
0: Oh, yes, of course, yeah, yeah. Which
2: is coming up soon, so that'll be a nice day to get back to. It was lovely when we did that because we rarely get together, the three of us and even rarer the four of us, isn't it? So we should meet up and think about doing something. it 's just hard now because he's planned. he's got things planned ahead we've got our trajectory with our things. You have to go, right, we're going to do something from this point and then that will be our thing and not have something interrupt it. That's why it's hard. But um, we would
0: love to do something together. You bit, <laughs> do you hate him a bit though? Do you hate him a bit? Only when he
3: pretends to be ghost. <laughs>
0: <but>. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Everyone does that to me. So I just thought I'd do it to you. See how you liked it. Everyone with Stuart. Hey, it must a be awful. I must hate Stuart. I do... But I do hate Yeah, him. but you do hate <laughs> <him. Yeah. laughs> oh, no, exactly. I mean, Stuart, awful. to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, well, look, I reckon we've probably done... Do you reckon we've done enough? We've done everything.
3: I think, think we've probably why done... Why don't you throw it open to the audience you, to We can to throw ask it open questions? to the Because they'll be
0: stupid... you see why. They'll ask fucking... Go... None of them will like, make me do stuff from David, from Henry. They'll go, can you do it?" It can't bit? be
3: worse than have you seen a Sasquatch.
0: You no, know, that, is, that is... you will, You'll be we're dreaming of that question. What's, Ham hand. What, what heat sauce do you have when you go to Nando's? That's my other question. <laughs> I've never been to Nando's. Oh, so you, this is the way you find out whether they're normal
3: people or they've got yeah. all starry. Well, yeah, I think you lost them on uh, When I Got My Bafta Goody Bag. <laughs> There's a free night. In a I knew hotel. It was. It's gonna... not enough. You get a BAFTA
0: and you're on TV. They give you a fucking free weekend in a hotel as well. If you're. Yeah, such... it's haunted. <laughs> it. <laughs> it's haunted by me going. Why am I on TV? <laughs> when am I going to get a fucking BAFTA? Oh, sorry. Um. Yes. Let's throw open to. Um, anyone got any questions for? It'd Be hard to see. Them. Yeah. There's a man there. He looks a bit like a nerd. I think it could be a nerdy. I'll repeat the question after you say it, sir, so people at home can hear. how much fun was it working on, I'm going to just edit him out and pretend this is my own question I've just had a good idea for a question how how much fun was it that's a, it's a bad question because it assumes that it was fun right this this is why you're not an interviewer you don't ask that you go it's a leading question yeah it is a leading question I imagine it wasn't much fun I think Vic and Bob probably aren't that much fun to hang around with was, was it fun uh, it to was be fun a, yes uh, it was lots right? of fun you were right it was I mean, a lot yes. of it was a lot of fun I, um, the answer that's it, no more, no question. you've answered the question, I'm showing you why it elaborate. was a lot of fun. You yes. could have followed you know, you should have you should in the question you said, can you quantify uh, at least on why a scale of it? one to ten or something? That's you so a lot of fun. What does that mean? Who, who was better, Vic or Bob? Who was better? Better. Who was better, Vic or Bob? Who <laughs> <It> was better? <laughs> better. <at> what? <laughs> who was better, Vic and Bob? <laughs> Who was... No, you can't change the question, that's not... A, I've been sitting here asking brilliant questions about ghosts, Nandos, and other ones before, I've forgotten the early ones. ham Who was better? ham was a good question. I've worked on those questions. Who was better? It's like a three-year-old... What is best? Sunshine or moths? Do you want me to answer?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he was the most fun to work with out of Vic and Bob it's very hard to I mean Bob was probably more eventually a, a, like a real person yeah
2: Jim is like he is like that quite mad all the time and you never quite get past him I got home last night and I put on the cape and got Nancy to bring <laughs> some cheese and I thought he did as well <laughs> so he's like a bit mad but he was great I mean I, I, it didn't seem very long from when I was queuing up in h and to get their autographs when they were at the height of their 92 whatever it was and then I was in the back of a car did, you ever, with did the... you ever
0: queue up to get my autograph uh, in the no. midnight nineties? No, when <laughs> I, I was on no. TV no <laughs> I didn't. Simon Pegg once queued up to get our autographs for his sister who was a fan of ours <laughs> really but he, well he didn't really queue up he just came and said hello he was, he was working on Steve Coogan's tour even then
3: right He hasn't got a sister. (laughs) His sister's
2: called Simon. (laughs) (laughs) And Bob said, "I said, and I told Bob I queued up and got the Oscar." He said, "Oh, was I cunt?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) And was he? No, he wasn't. He was very Very nice. nice. Anyone got a good question? That was the level of the worst possible question. You can't go... If you go lower than that, I'm going to punch you in the upper arm. And that's Andre a good way to... And will come out. <laughs> yeah. Anyone got a question? I don't really know the they are, do you? I'm not sure. That's why I've... Why yeah, what is it? Oh, that's, you're better right. Hello. I can't see if you're a man or a woman or a human being, but shout it out. Um, with, man. With and um, Gantema, it seems that, um, It's a long question already. <laughs> With Psychovalon and, and League of Gentlemen, and it seems that... Once more putting horror into comedy... This is not a question, this is a fucking essay you've written about. <laughs> Don't just... Is it going to end Discuss? So that's still not a question. <laughs> one seems to be more about... <laughs> I'm very rude to my... One seems to be more, I've got to just say to people at home, shut up! One seems to be more about... Oh, shut up! <laughs> Wait for me to relay the question. With... What's better? What is best? <laughs> <laughs> what is better,
3: horror or comedy? You got down to the. Who would win out of horror? Or comedy? <laughs> um, horror, horror would win. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we wa- we would watch more horror films and, and horror to inspire us rather than watch other comedies, for example. Well, I think so. that's why it doesn't feel like there's a, a big. I can't really think of
0: any other comedy that you're like. I may be wrong whether it's the inspiration seems to me to have come from things like Tales That Witness Madness or that sort of those sort of hammer films from the 1970s if anything was maybe the starting point of it so
3: yeah I think you, what, it's, it is very funny stuff but it's not it's a kind of individual take on comedy it's like, like putting a bee with a worm and, <laughs> is, see what happens. <laughs> and the worm ends up <laughs> looking like a sort of like it swallowed several bees and yeah we, we we just enjoy throwing all those things in and then if you throw in the kind of pathos and a bit of drama as well and have a very horrific things and hopefully some and we're not afraid to do big gags and big silly slapsticky gags as well uh, not you know we quite like that so yeah just extremes of anything really is is good for us i'm surprised
2: that how many people um find our stuff like unwatchable and oh it's, it's horrible i can't bear it and then others like watch it and I think it's like Mr. and Mrs. Tiggywinkle and I really don't find it horrible at all. So it's yeah. just interesting to me that, that the spectrum is you know, so wide and it's nothing to some people. And some people, they find it really like dark. I looked at it the other night. It was on the clips on the, some programme and it looked so um, broad to me. It felt really kind of like, not dark. It looked like we were like caricature, like cartoon, like characters.
0: Yeah, so I, I mean, I think it's sort of disturbing, it? but it's not. I mean, it, it, uh, you know, it, well, you don't know. Things will scare some people and not yeah, people. Yeah. But of it's course. obviously, it's clearly comedy. But I think there is a, there's a, there's a darkness to it. It's about murder and brothers and yes. sisters
3: marrying each other and to sort of that I sort suppose. of. The, that's a bit odd, you know. I think yeah. those clips were on the history of light entertainment, so they probably chose things that, <laughs> that you know, weren't the extremes of what we do. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, you know, we, that's why we've carried on writing our own stuff and, and doing our own stuff, because hopefully there isn't anything else too much like it. So I think this new thing, when
2: we were conscious of you know, the people thinking it's just the same again, or, oh, yawn, yawn, they're doing their dark comedy thing. And uh, we're aware of that and not wanting to... We've never, I hope we've never done it, tread water. It's why I get frustrated when people say it's just it's the same again or oh, they shouldn't have bothered doing another series of that. Because I really I th- I we're fans of it and we like And we, I'd hate to think people think we've we're lazy or we've <laughs> written a first draft and not gone back and kind of you know, I do think we try to work hard at it. Yeah, but but of course you're not listen, gonna you, you can listen
0: to these people I know. I idiots. know. Yes, yeah. yeah, but they, are, they that's kind of people saying that kind of. They're trying to get a reaction out of you, and it's also it's just a, an opinion anyway. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. if someone's incorrect in this case opinion. Yeah. So, uh, but it's you know it's sort of it's that people show. I think often the you aren't like a fan because fans ask do are like that. They'll just go oh they'll see one second and go oh it's all the same as before it's not. They haven't moved on yeah. because if you love something so much you kind of your expectations a bit go too high. I think. I mean, of course,
2: think that's, yeah, and you can never do what you do and did. Again, because they've got a handle on you slightly, and so it's kind of like you know, with the second series of Psychoville, we kind of knew people knew the tone of it and the idea behind it. Oh, there's always some. Kind why of don't you thing.
0: instead of doing this new series, Happy Endings, brilliant Happy ending <laughs> why don't you um, just get one of those fans to write an episode, a series of Psychoville and just do what is written by them? <laughs> I think it'd be brilliant. I yeah. think uh, so it'd be worth <laughs> it if, for three hours having to watch someone else's idea of what the characters would do. Yeah, that's and you funny that people
2: it. lay claim to how you, they should do yeah, things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He I mean, wouldn't do
2: that. <laughs> well, I'll fucking be the judge of that. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so it's funny. You can get eaten up by, worried about you know, what you think you're putting out there and how people's reactions to it, but you can't listen to it, it's fatal.
0: I, I know it's very hard but that's what, com- you know, but that's what comedy is if, if you get a tweet someone going oh I hate that joke in a set or whatever even, however hard you try to push it out of your brain yeah, yeah. when you get or a review when you get to that joke there's still a part of your brain going oh god this is the bit that that person said yeah, yeah. even if everyone or else laughs at it and so they, you know they, they're very clever these people they wheedle into your brains and that's the way they get power <laughs> but isn't that, isn't to that make make
3: what a, that Twitter is yeah, yeah, it's just pretty a big much. funnel going into your brain <laughs> that people can pull shit into yeah <laughs> it can be but there's a so funnel I coming out it.
0: of my anus that can, i can and there's a kind of spray attachment on it can and it goes to more people and yeah. covers them in my own excrement that includes the excrement that has gone through the funnel into my gut and then <laughs> the human centipede yeah <laughs> the human funnel uh, squirting you thing you call
2: it the human centipede is that
0: that what that film is
2: yeah right
0: phase 2 you should do uh, why don't you do a psychoville about like that, Put that in Psychoville, this is an idea for you. So, um, I, <laughs> I tell you, I would like Psychoville, was good. I t- I, can I give you one piece of... Yeah. I really liked it, I'm a big fan of it. There's one way it could have been better. Yep. You should have put a Shrek in it. <laughs> if there was a Shrek in it, it would have been a much better. What's the thing of you and Shreks? <laughs> I just You've got to put a Shrek just in put it. put Shreks in Put yeah. a Shrek in it, that Betty Blue Ice, that imagine how successful it would oh have no, been well, if down the road just a Shrek could come in Shrek, instead it? of a pig still on now well and the pig because I'm not saying change everything that'd be insane to take <laughs> the, the pig a out it <laughs> could be both I saw uh, Shrek 4 this week because I had a child staying at my house <laughs> what? I mean it's your disgusting one with my it was this daughter of my friend and you still haven't got a television here. <laughs> it's terrible uh, and she was uh, watching Shrek 4 uh, and it's the first time I've seen where someone's taken my advice and they've put a Shrek in it. <laughs> but they put too many Shreks in it. That's the thing. Hmm. So it's one. If you watch Shrek 4, there's a lot of Shreks in it. There's a four? Well, no, there isn't. There's hundreds because there's an underground movement of Shreks that are, that are then trying to get back at Rumpelstiltskin or something. I, don't I haven't really... seen any Shrek. Uh, well, first of all, watch Shrek. And then watch Shrek 1. Then reimagine Psychoville with a Shrek in it. You're right. Ted so this is going down a lot better at home than it is in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with an audience who don't know what I'm talking about. Put a Shrek in it is my advice. If you get, if you get stuck, that's what I'm going to do with Rara Asperton. Put a Shrek in it. It might lead to legal problems. <laughs> <laughs> Put a okay. Shrek in it. On that, that bombshell. We let's have one more question. Let's get a good question from... Look at that, straight in now. Someone there. It's a lady, I think, in the fifth row. Yes, blonde lady with glasses. We've turned into question time. <laughs> She's laughing now. Do, do you um, adopt your characters from a TV programme for bedroom role play? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, madam. Which one do you want? Which one do you Oh, these. Do you adopt your characters? This is like the kind of question I would ask. You can come and do next week's show. I'm not here. Uh, do you adopt your characters in the bedroom? No would you think anyone would find that I mean there were probably people in the audience who might find it sexy but yeah. I no, can't imagine I'm your wife would be oh brilliant know. here's Pappy <laughs> yeah. here's Maureen oh, that's got me going <laughs> right, come on
3: <laughs> no we don't I'm I afraid. do a bit of Fifty Shades of Pink with Pauline <laughs> <laughs> um, and her exocet uh, <laughs> yeah the exocet what was that from I'm not going to say where the Exocet is from, but it's it's a name given to a a pleasure device uh, used by a serial killer's wife. And Rose West. (laughs) I think think it's just... just,
0: (laughs) Let's just end it on Rose West. Rose
2: West. Rose West.
3: We've lost them. Had the Exocet.
0: She's not... She is a serial killer in her own right. Don't put her down. (laughs) Okay, yeah,
3: no. That's the typical... (laughs) typical, The, The
0: female serial killers don't get... Recognition. The recognition she that the mayor the, ones she get they just always wife. <laughs> she, did she did win up yeah. after. <laughs> yes. Wasn't there a I great two
2: Dominic West who won for Fred West. Yeah. I can't believe you never thanked Fred. <laughs> 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 Without whom anyway, yes. Which
0: <laughs> character would you like um, the lady who asked that question? <laughs> This is what David Dimbley does, isn't he? Uh, which character would you like to have sex with? It seems like you were asking for yourself there. Would, and how much would you be prepared to pay?
3: Tubs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how much? <laughs> <laughs> 50p. 20p.
0: 50 <laughs> p should have started lower. <laughs> I can't believe it. You, you know,
2: all the original Tubbs outfit got... Where did you take it? To a charity shop in Muswell Hill. Yeah, went to Oxfam. And it was just on a peg in Muswell
0: Hill. Charity. And it went for about £20. The entire outfit. Why did you do that? You could have auctioned it off for charity. We, it was for we charity! for Oxfam! We could have auctioned it! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <What else? laughs> but in Muswell Hill, I don't think people are that... Not no, them, you I wanted now. it it's so where we used so, to go to get all our dead man's glasses right. and wigs and,
2: yeah,
3: but we've still got the padding the actual guys. padding which was well, I wore for about oh, yeah. five years yeah. um, and we've still got that with the hump and everything So and the uh, massive merkin yeah Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, leave your name and number at the box office <laughs> we can work it out,
0: be easy enough to pick up well look it's been fantastic talking to you it's been very interesting Thank and you. illuminating We've got an exclusive as well, so that's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, will you please give it up for my fantastic guest, Steve Pemberton? Appreciate Smith Next week is Peter Cattermole. We're back in a couple of weeks with David Mitchell. All right, goodbye. You have been listening to Richard Erring's Let's Describe this podcast for the cool kids call it the Henness. Uh, with me, Richard Erring and my guests, Reese Smith and Steve Pemberton. It was produced by Ben Walker. The music was by Pess. Thank you to Orange Mark and everyone at the British Comedy Guide for all their hard work in getting this to their nerves. Nice. It's a Sky Potato and Fuzz production. I Hope you enjoyed it. See you next week, Peter Serafinowicz next week I hope he'll be good. I wonder what he'll be like.